So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast episode 100 for... April 16th, 2017. It is actually Easter Sunday. Of course, we planned it this way. We we didn't. We just it happened to land on Easter and it's thankfully we got we got Nicole Nicolotis Robinson Carroll here. She was actually not going to be here, but she I forced her to come. I I sucked it up and st- and, d- and decided to stay up probably past my bedtime just just because i love you so damn much okay but but here's the thing viewers her bedtime is like 6 p.m yeah so, because you know I, I of course i have to get up at like three because i'm, I'm the morning edition host so right. yeah i don't have normal people sleeping patterns <laughs> right and uh how did your your fund your pledge drive go uh, we we ended pretty well you know rec- record numbers of membership actually which was exciting our uh, our goal was a thousand new members. I think we made it to like eight hundred eighty something at the time we ended the drive, but I think we still had some more some more people filtering in. So I mean we're we're, we're happy with the results, and I am glad to be able to sleep a little bit more now. <laughs> yeah, sleep a little bit more and uh, not have to worry about your job as much. So yeah, and 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 play some games. Like yeah. uh, I finally finished. I finally finished Horizon Zero Dawn, and it is it is my game of the year so far. It's, well, it's amazing. And uh, I did start Breath of the Wild this weekend, or it was like this past week I started Breath of the Wild. And it is balls hard, <laughs> but it is fun. It, it and, gets easier. And, it gets easier. Having well, yeah, yeah. It starts out it starts out super hard because Link is like ridiculously weak in the. I get that. But having a horse is my favorite part so far. <laughs> yeah, I saw you made you named him Felipe. I named him Felipe after after Belle's horse in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. And so that's all the games you've been playing this week. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, other than and, some Pokemon Go. And can people still go and uh, donate? Oh yeah, people can people can pledge to KNPR anytime. Just go to knpr.org, click the support link. It's at the top of the page, and you know. Secure, secure way to you know pay with your your credit card or bank account, or, or if you or you can just have a bill sent if you don't want to enter all that information. Now I, I have to say that I did listen to some of the the radio broadcast while you were on, and I hate pledge drives. I, I hate them so they're, much. They're not they're they're not fun for anybody. Trust no. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's a, it's an it's a necessary evil. It is, and so. Uh, it, it's better to listen to NPR when there's not pledge drives going on. And if you don't like pledge drives, um, pledge so they don't have to do as many. So, right, or at least, or at least the ones we have can be shorter. Exactly. And uh, Aroa, uh, Andrew Aroa McFain, you're here today. What games have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a fuck ton of Persona Three. How, okay, um, so you don't like JRPGs? I typically. have historically. Uh, I don't think. I have successfully gotten into a JRPG since I played Pokemon Ruby. And what do you think of Persona 3? Um, well, you see, the, and going along with that, the funny thing is, I this is 
the third or fourth time I've tried to play it, and previously I've played it for maybe a couple of hours. I think the save that I picked up on was three hours, and I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. And for some reason this time, I don't know what's different, but I have not stopped playing it. Uh, I've actually, like, I've stopped taking my Switch to work because I've been playing Persona during my break. On your Vita? Like, it, no, on my PSP, actually. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I forgot they came out with that. Like, like they came out with a... It's like a stripped-down version of Persona 3, right? It's not stripped-down. It's actually, like, it's Persona 3 with that weird expansion pack thing built in and with a completely alternate storyline where you play as a girl instead. But what I mean by stripped-down is they take away um, some of, like, the running in the school and you just get menus to, like, take you to different areas. Oh, is there actually like you can move around in the PS2 version? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's it's just like a it's just like there's a map sort of thing. Like you can you can still interact with people, but it's not like a full 3D interface or anything. Yeah, it's and per- just like you move a dot around, and there there are other students kind of standing around. Yeah, there are um, there's 3D like running around areas in. Persona 3 and Persona 4. So that's... Oh, okay. It, it is slightly stripped down, but it has, like, the full game and it has uh, the dungeon crawling aspects are fully there. So okay. uh, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. We found a, an RPG that Oroa likes, which is... Yeah, I, I'm fairly into it, and it's mainly because, it, it, like, the reason I decided to try it again was because I saw Persona 5 and I, I went... God, that just looks so fucking stylish and cool as hell. I really want to try it, but I don't know if I want to blow $60 on something that I'm going to wish I could take back immediately after I start playing. I will say this. I played both Persona 3. I, oh, I played Persona 3, Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5, and Persona 5 is the best one so far. Uh, that's um my, my buddy tyler was like why are you even playing three four is infinitely better than that and five is even better than than four and i mean it's it really just comes down to if because no matter how you want to you want to address it it's it's still a jrpg yeah at the most base of it like it's the combat that turns me off so much if i could just play persona as a as a visual novel i would just do that yeah. Because I love visual novels. I just can't stand this repetitive bullshit. And they, the, the thing I like about all the Persona games is that they they are not afraid as much to shy. Like, they don't shy away as much as other um, companies on the dark tones. Like, there's pretty much, they don't go out, come out and say it, but there's pretty much a gay character in, in Persona 4. And... They strip it down a little bit in the American version, but from what I understand with Persona 5 is that they don't really strip down anything. Like, everything is pretty much translated cr- directly across. So yeah, there's, a rape, there's a rape narrative in it, isn't there? There's, yeah. There's, yeah, there's rape. Um, there's... And then that girl tries to commit suicide after she gets raped. Like, yeah. it, it deals with some heavy stuff. And that's right off the bat. Like, right, that's the first dungeon thing you're you're going with is that there's a girl raped and then she tries to commit suicide so 
uh, I'm really excited to see where it progresses in Persona 5. So um, that's cool. We found a JRPG that Aroa got into so far. And if anybody is following, if anybody's following the development of Yandere Simulator, uh, Yandere Dev just put out an update video talking about how he kind of wants his uh, progression of the character models to go. And he mentioned Persona 5 as a game that that is pretty heavily influencing how he wants his characters to look in their final form stylistically. So, so that that's the one where what can you explain what that is? Is that the high school one where she kills people? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, well. Ba- well, basically, Yandere is well. Yandere is a is a Japanese portmanteau that basically means lovesick, and so this girl is obsessed with this upperclassman in her school. And any time that a dude get or not a dude, a chick gets anywhere near her senpai, she like loses her shit and wants to eliminate that rival at all costs. I mean, there are, you you can just straight up murder other girls, but then there are going to be other elimination methods like. You know, par- uh, hooking them up with another guy or befriending them and convincing them, hey, I like this dude, don't go after him, and stuff like that. See, and social sabotage. Or, it, yeah, or ruining their lives in that, some way. That game's banned from Twitch, isn't it? Yes, it is. For now. For I now. Because it's not complete. Because oh. it's not. The, the reasoning they gave was that it is it is incomplete. Some of the other reasons that were given before were like, you know, the, some of, but, a featured part of the game is like taking panty shots as a form of currency. But but here here's my deal. I play beta games on Twitch. Yeah, like you I can know. Stream- no, no, you're. It, it's it's not just that. It's incomplete. It's that currently, even if there is an aspect of the game that is acceptable, it has previously had elements that that weren't acceptable. Yeah, it was a combination. And even the, it's not safe for Twitch to approve it. In the case that it were to somewhere down the line go back to being unacceptable again. Yeah. No. Well, well, never mind the fact that it's totally cool to play to play that Conan game and run around naked uncensored. Or Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain has a, a sex scene in it. Yep. And their and- their idea was that it wasn't a purely sexual thing, at least in the Conan case. Uh, like that, or that the nudity wasn't the focus of the gameplay. Yeah, they're they're making excuses basically. They're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're they're grasping at straws to make excuses for allowing things in more pro in more profitable games. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but but I but think anyway. you can I can I think you can play it on Beam. Um, Connor, you can. are you back, Connor? Yes, I am back. Sorry about that. Okay, we have a uh, Connor. The Cyberpunk Monk Besh is here, and what games hey. have you been playing this week? So I have actually been playing a whole lot of Final Fantasy VII lately. I'm not sure if I said that last podcast, but uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been kind of crazy about it the last like week or so, because holy, holy shooks, holy shucks, that's a great game. It's a good game, yeah, it's good. It's not as good uh, as 6 or 9, but it's good. I would say it's not definitely not as good as six. No dispute there. I think uh, I actually think I like seven more than nine. But hey, we've already dis- we've already determined that Nathan has bad taste. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm sorry, I don't have anything better to bring up. Like the I'm other I'm, I'm sorry that the main character Final Fantasy Nine isn't emo. Like that's I, I forgive that's... you. <laughs> uh, have you played anything other than Final Fantasy? Just Rocksmith. 
Okay, let's stop that. And um, <laughs> I love doing that on podcasts. Yes. I played a little bit of Persona 5, not as much as I would have liked. I played some Super Mario Brothers, Super Castlevania 5, and Overwatch this week. Um, yeah, I apparently the Xbox One controller isn't very good with uh, whipping in direction, like in all eight directions for some reason on Super Castlevania 4, so that sucked. But other than that, uh, good games. Had some fun with those, and I should be starting up Blue Dragon next week because I hate myself. Under so. the skies above. I should actually also take a moment yes. to say that I have been playing uh, Master X Master. It's a oh, game right. coming out by NCSoft, and I, I don't think they actually have a date posted yet, but they're open beta or closed beta that you could ask to get into, so it's kind of like an open beta. It's going on right now. Well, the closed beta, if I believe you should buy a Founders Pack, you can get into the closed beta. Yeah, see, it, as long as you're a capitalist, you could play games. Here. Yeah, um, so I, I've been meaning to ask you because I I got the review code, um, given to the Retnet Entertainment dot com email. Somehow they emailed me for some reason and offered me a founders pack, uh, and I was wondering which founders pack. Do you know which one we got? Because they didn't tell me. They just it, it 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 is a founders pack, but there's three different founders packs. I could get my tablet. Uh, where I have all of my notes and stuff, and I could probably find out exactly what that is, but off my head, I do not know. Okay. Let me uh, let me do a Google while we continue this podcast, and I can get back with you in an answer in a moment. Okay, but yeah, um, how are you liking the game? Is it good? Is it bad? So is- uh, I am doing a review of this. I got my lines and stuff all recorded. I just need to press buttons and make a video magically happen. Easy, right? Yeah. Uh, but so far, the game is all right. It's, uh, it's a MOBA that's trying its hardest to be an action-adventure game. And it's, I just don't think it's trying hard enough. Oh. Uh, and, and if there's one thing I would like to suggest in my, uh, my, my, my elevator speech here about it is they need to look at games like Mega Man or even, uh, like, I don't know, any other good open world game. In fact, I'll say uh, the Infamous series. If they took a good look at Infamous and they saw how you interact with your world by level ups or upgrade progression, that would be a good direction in this game being phenomenal. I know that Master X Master got into some hot water because uh, NCSoft used to make a game called City of Heroes, mm-hmm. and they put a character from City of Heroes into Master X Master, but but they are refusing to relaunch City of Heroes. They won't let anyone like buy City of Heroes off of them so they can make their own city of heroes and relaunch it so they are just their fans are getting very upset because they they're it's kind of like a tease like they're like hey we have this character in it but we're still not going to give you what you want hey look at our intellectual property yeah pretty uh, much. And to answer your earlier question there are three packs that you get for founders packs there's right. the recruit pack which is kind of cheapy the soldier pack kind of in the middle and the master pack which is all the recruit and soldier pack content plus a whole bunch of extra stuff what we were given was the master pack so that's pretty cool that is awesome Hey, uh, after a hundred episodes of the podcast I finally <laughs> I finally got a review ga- uh, code for a game so that's all it took, 100 episodes. Um, let's move into some stories. I know Nick Lotus has to go to bed in like 45 minutes. So 
Let's talk about some Nintendo Switch stuff. So there's two stories that we're going to talk about with the Nintendo Switch. Uh, earlier this week, they did a Nintendo Direct and they gave some dates for games that are kind of come out uh, throughout the year, actually. And we're going to talk a little bit about those on both the 3DS and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so the first game... I don't like I don't know any of these 3DS games really, but we have Bye Bye Box Boy and Team Kirby Crash Deluxe are both on the Nintendo eShop for the 3DS. Does anyone in here actually own a 3DS anymore? Yep, I own uh my original one, the one that my roommate got for spilling water all over mine that I later fixed. Then I got one of the new ones because I I felt like treating myself. Uh, do you know what Bye Bye Box Boy is? No clue. I haven't seen or heard anything of it. Uh, it's a it's a sequel in a line of of games using the titular character Box Boy. Oh. Uh, they're just indie games that okay. are all made by just some guy. Uh, Team Kirby Crash might be fun. I mean, it's probably a a Kirby racing game. I would imagine. If anything like their other racing game, I'm sure to be great. Yeah, and I would honestly love to have that on a 3DS. Yeah, and then we have uh, Ever Oasis on June 23rd, RPG Maker FES on June 27th. Something I'm That's sure that's fucking o- really weird. I yeah, I'm sure Aroa will love playing with that. I honestly love the RPG Maker. I that, that was my first exposure to programming, and look at me now. Yeah, look at you now. You still can't look, program. You're not programming for a living. Look at you. I kind of am. I'm I'm scripting for a living. (laughs) That's not programming. No, nobody Uh, likes people who write scripts. But let's and a I am a coder, just you know, not by profession, just because I I got a good job. Anyways, let's move on to this next one because I kind of want to talk about it. It's it's uh, Hey Pikmin coming out on July 28th. I'm just hella excited because they're making a Pikmin game for the 3DS, and I'm really really hoping that it isn't bad. Uh, the 3DS has this this way of taking games I love and turning them into arcade mediocre games. Uh, for the direct reference, I'm talking about the Luigi's Mansion game that was supposed to revolutionize my fun on the go. So I'm I'm really hoping they don't screw it up. So uh, you played Pikmin 3 probably then? Yes, and it's awesome. It's adorable okay. and it's great. I've never played a single Pikmin game. Never, ever, ever. Maybe I would one never day. play the first one. Uh, again, because I, I don't think it was very, I don't, I don't like the whole time pressure aspect of it. I never felt stressed by it though. Like, yes, it's there, but I don't think even just goofing around, I've ever had problems with it. I, it, it, having, having a time pressure thing really just stresses me out in games. Oh it's, yeah, me too. It kind of takes I, the fun out of it. It's why I do, like Fallout really freaked me out whenever I played it and I never with finished With the water it, but... chip? The water yeah. chip thing is super eat. Like you get a hundred days, and finding the water chip chip well, the, is super the game easy. still ends after some length of time though. Um, I think they patched that. Oh, did they? Yeah, eventually they 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 released a patch that after you got the water chip, you pretty much had unlimited amount of time to do whatever. Oh, yeah, that's good. But even even Persona Three supposedly only gives you a year. Well, it does. So. But the the time restraints in Persona, all the Persona games are super easy. It's like oh, yeah, I, I don't see myself having any problems by any yeah. means. But. You basically just have to beat the boss by X date on the 
on the calendar and then it moves on to the next point um we've got coldcept revolt coldcept revolt on august 20 i don't have no idea what that is Uh, i have no idea what that is but i would like to point out team kirby crash deluxe is a free to start game Ooh, Hmm. so you can you can download that connor and play it Um, i mean that it's fucking trash it probably is (laughs) Um, uh, kirby's blowout blast is going to be on the eShop this summer uh monster hunter stories this fall uh yokai watch 2 uh psychic specters it's going to be this fall which yokai watch is kind of like pokemon is that what that is it's, yeah, kind of. It's Pokemon with a different battle system, basically. Okay. And then we got Miitopia later this year. And that's a, isn't that basically just like The Sims with Miis? I think so. Me characters based on your favorite people must unite to do turn-based battle on a quest to defeat the Dark Lord and restore the stolen faces of the citizens of Miitopia. Okay, yeah. so self-insert fan fiction with Miis. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, it's been out since December in Japan. And we have some um, Nintendo Switch games coming out. The one I actually care about because I actually like the Nintendo Switch. Never got into 3DS. So we've got uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris. Uh, April yeah, 25th. Oh boy, a game you could have bought like when the Switch came out. You just had to play it in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on April 28th, which is sooner than I would have imagined. Um. But yeah, so Mario Kart 8, it's the same as it is on the Nintendo Wii U, but it has all the tracks and characters, I believe. I think. That's what the deluxe means. Uh, Minecraft for the Nintendo Switch, May 11th. I'm sure Aroa's going to get that. It's favorite. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I am like, when I saw that on the eShop, I was like, what? Oh, really? Are you are you excited for that? I love Minecraft. Oh, well then, completely gonna... unironically. <laughs> like I will, <laughs> I will probably buy that, and I will probably play it more than I play Zelda. Oh wow! Uh, we got Disgaea Five complete on May twenty third. Um, fucking Street Fighter Two. Yeah, on May twenty sixth. Like I, I know they showed it at the the. Nintendo Direct or whatever they had, the, the big press conference for the Nintendo Switch. But really, Ultra Street Fighter 2, not Street Fighter 4, not Street Fighter 5, 2 is coming out May 26th. Good game. I'm probably going to get it. But still. Uh, Metopia looks pretty fucking all right, to be Does honest. It? Does not Yeah, it's, it's like they took Find Me and then turned it into an actual game. And what, what it's is- got like... It's got like some of the Tomodachi life kind of stuff where like the characters interact with each other in silly ways. Oh. Like they, they showed an example where you're two of the Mies like get in a fight during a fight and <laughs> and like they end up losing HP because they just don't like each other. Why is that game not coming out for uh the Nintendo Switch then? Um Yeah. <laughs> that's like with all of the 3ds games it's like why is this not made for the switch i'm wondering it well at least in this case it's because obviously the game was in development probably before you know the switch was coming to fruition yeah since it came out in december in japan 
Um, but also, have you noticed that Mii's are just kind of really downplayed on the Switch? Yeah, like they, you can they, you can make a Mii, but like you don't yeah. have to though. Like with the Nintendo Wii and the Wii U, it's like, all right, you got your profile, make your Mii, yay! And now it's like, eh, you can if you want, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> um, Arms is coming out June twenty, or I'm sorry, June sixteenth. I'm actually kind of excited for that but i'm definitely not paying full fright full price for it because 60 dollars for what's essentially wii boxing i'm hoping it's, it's better uh, than wii boxing i think it looks more complex than than wii boxing but it also apparently doesn't actually require the motion controllers so oh, i mean it, that's a good thing but it's also like kind of really dulls down how interesting the game was yeah um splatoon 2 on july 21st i will probably buy that i will i will probably buy that at full price because because splatoon is a great great multiplayer game and splatoon 2 yes a lot of people are saying that it's just splatoon 1 but i don't care i'm still gonna get it um yay namco museum don't care Basically, the the 800 billionth Namco compilation disc is going to be out for the Nintendo Switch. Um, you just totally skipping over Fate Extella? Yes, I, I, I'm I skipping over Fate because I don't care. And I my eyes glanced past it and I didn't see it. That's probably why. What but is what is Fate Estella? Extella? It's uh, if you if you like the Fate series, the anime series, it's uh, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, with the Fate series, and it's um really fucking badass. And I don't even I don't even watch Fate, but man, uh, whenever you transform the fucking like overall the soundtrack's really good, but that transform music is fucking great. Good, and like the combat looks awesome because Marvelous uh put out a game uh that was like Dynasty Warriors, but with the fucking hyperdimension neptunia characters and it was terrible and i hated it and i'm glad that they fixed that fucking engine and uh made it good what about hyrule warriors did you play that yeah that was great yeah yeah i I never played games yeah i never played (laughs) all all the all the muso games are pretty good in my eyes um we're coming out with what sign mora x which i think it's a shmup Am it I right? Is. Okay. It's been released on like every fucking thing at this point. Yeah. Uh Battle Chasers Night War in late summer. Uh Sonic Forces is coming out this holiday season. Sonic Forces is the one that looks not bad, right? Uh that is the one that it looks like it's basically Sonic Generations 1.5. Okay. That that I like Sonic Generation, so yeah, that that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I hope that it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Rayman Legends. Wait, she she was gonna say something. I heard that, and I ignored <laughs> it's, uh, her. <laughs> Typical. Uh, it's it's interesting to me that there are two major Sonic titles coming out from from you know for the Switch, as opposed to I mean, okay, there's a Mario Kart game coming out, but it's not like a main storyline Son uh, Mario game. So there's two main story Sonic games to Mario's one. That's coming out right. So, yeah, that's true. Um, 
I mean, I of think, course, uh, but, but the Sonic games are going to be out for multiple platforms, though. They're not Switch right. exclusive. I think that, or not Nintendo, Sega has, like, multiple teams that work on Sonic games at once. Yeah. Well, so- Sonic Mania is primarily being done by the guy who did the Sonic CD port. Right, and that uh, was, I liked the Sonic CD game. Uh, it was a little bit more like uh, one than it was two. But yeah, Sonic Mania looks good. Sonic Forces looks good. I yeah. hope they're good. I I highly expect Oroa to do some uh, some Twitch videos of that because I know that Oroa loves Sonic. Yes, so- Sonic Mania will undoubtedly be great because that guy uh, does great shit. Uh, the 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 port of Sonic CD, the the basically modernization of it was perfect in every way as far as i could tell yeah so um he he definitely is good at what he does and i mean sonic mania just looks like a really great fan service game which is good i'm really looking forward to it yeah i'm probably gonna get it for the ps4 because i don't have a switch you should get a switch with all that non-profit money you got coming in uh (laughs) uh, yeah i know i'm rolling in it (laughs) yep yep Uh, at least they're coming back in stock i was thinking about picking one up oh yeah Almost well, did. I, I kind of got the money for it now, and everyone says how great Zelda is. Oh, Z- oh it is God. pretty fucking great, yeah. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Rayman Legends, which has been released for everything now. I think it's been released for my toaster. Um, yeah. That game is coming out in uh, later this year. I've actually never played it. Uh, the most I've seen of it was when I would watch Aroa and I believe John play it. Was it John? Uh, probably Tyler. Tyler, one of you, one of those two. Uh, came oh over yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, I forgot we played that for a while. Yeah, that was whenever I did that. That uh, don't drink your own piss uh, commercial within the video. Yeah, yeah, good time. It's in my channel trailer. <laughs> whenever I actually put effort into things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, hey, I, I have to say, uh, you should release more of those Undertale videos. I like the last hey, one. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, I, I put out episode four, so at the rate that I'm going, I might be done by the end of next year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's not a very long game, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and the last one is, I didn't expect this, really. Yeah, cause... this fucking caught me way off guard. Yeah, uh, me too. Payday 2 is coming out later this year for the Nintendo Switch, which... I bet that thing's going to run like ass. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 10 enemies on the stage at once. (laughs) As a a longtime Payday fan, I I would even consider myself a veteran. Don't don't spend money on this. I don't need, I don't need to look at it. It's overkill. It's Starbury Studios. It's going to be half thought out and oh, we'll support it. I'm on here. Look at my beard. So it just so, means that they're not going to actually make any more content for it. And it's like the the weird thing and maybe this is what you're going to say Nathan is that Payday 2 is like 50 fucking gigs on PC. Yeah. If not more than that. What the fuck are they gonna do for storage on this thing? Like, are they gonna require you have an SD card? And like, or are they gonna download... make it? They could make it heavily compressed. I was just gonna say that Overkill doesn't really know how to program, so this might not go very well. Yeah, because uh, like, like the way that the the diesel engine is made, they they can't replace things. They just have to keep adding on. 
and that's wait, why Payday Two is so bloated. Wait, wait, May- maybe, maybe because they're starting out again on the Switch, they were able to include everything and like without maybe. having to just add on more. Maybe I like, don't know. Maybe it'll like, be optimized. They had a physical release on on the other two consoles somehow. Yeah. So maybe there's a way. Actually, wasn't it on? Was it on 360? It was on 360, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it on PS3, PS4, and Xbox One? Uh, yeah. Xbox One and PS4 was the Crime Wave edition. Yeah. Which yeah. Most that of the DLC came... that they released up to date, and they again they were like, "Yeah, we'll totally uh, keep on updating and making content for this." And no, now there's a lot of pissed off Xbox ticers. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, don't if you're gonna buy Payday. Wait until there's a sale and buy it for like three dollars on Steam. <laughs> I yeah, or or see what they do. Yeah, because there were a lot of um. Be fun. There there were a lot of times when it would go on sale for like five dollars or seven dollars on Steam, and I would just buy a copy. I loved. I honestly loved Payday Two when it first came out, and I bought like three or four copies that I just gave away. Because they do keep I, making it better. It's just impossible unless you fucking dedicate yourself to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Payday 2 on the Switch. Uh, I think Aro and I should get it so we can play it on the go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, and that's all that uh, until E3 this year is when they're going to talk about more of these games and all that When jazz. they will announce Mario Kart 9. And it's Mario-, Mario Kart 8, but, you know, a little better. And um, so Mario Kart 9, I would expect. I would also expect them to talk more about Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that's realistically what they'll, what yeah, they'll that's, do. Yeah, that's most likely what they're going to go with is Mario Odyssey. Maybe Square Enix is going to talk about their RPG that they're going to come out with at some point for the Switch. Switch but, music? Uh, maybe Skyrim? I'm sure Skyrim will, Skyrim will probably show up and have a release date that'll be like, like tomorrow or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, wait for an E3 is in two months, and uh, Reaton Entertainment will not be going to E3 because we are, are still poor and and stuff so let's move on we're going to talk about more of the nintendo switch which is that nintendo switch is the fastest selling nintendo console ever am okay uh it sold nine hundred and six thousand units in march so that's quite a bit not as fast i don't believe as like the playstation 4 but i also think they had a lot less inventory i think that 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 number would be higher if they would have had like 2 million units out, but they didn't. And But The Legend of Zelda for the Switch, not the Wii U version, just the Switch, sold 925,000 copies. So it sold 19,000 more copies than there were Switches in the <laughs> wild. Well, that were sold in, in March. That were sold in March. So... Which- is weird considering like what are you buying a switch for then they're chalking it up to people buying the collector's edition and then also buying an edition for them to play hmm. so, um, so how many how many copies were sold for the wii u uh four hundred sixty thousand. okay 
Because that's what I'm playing. I'm playing it on the Wii U. And how do you? How are you? You're liking it, I bet. Oh, you said it's hard. Yeah. You said it's hard. It's it, it it's hard, but it's fun. And I I spent I spent way too much time today, like training my horse, like jumping logs and petting him for it. <laughs> good, good, good. That's I. You know how many times I rode the horse? I rode a horse once. I took it to the stable, and I never talked to it again. Aww, um, yeah, neglected I, I, horsey. I spawned Epona and then uh, used her to get to the Zora place, and then I've just kind of abandoned her. And uh, there was another time when I knocked a, a bone goblin, uh, was it Moblin or Bokoblin or whatever? Yeah. I knocked them off their horse, their their bone horse, and I was riding the bone horse around. That well, was fun, cool. but then once the sun comes up, it disappears. So you just yeah. get it around. And, and then... uh, another thing that I've I've heard about a lot of people doing this, but another thing I'm trying in my game, and of course this pro- this is probably making it harder for me, but but whatever. I'm trying I'm trying to to play as vegetarian Link, like not not eating any meat or using anything that requires uh, meat components. But meat's delicious. I'm, I'm doing that. Not even necessarily intentionally. It's just I find it really hard to kill animals in games. Oh, mm, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I kill bunnies all the time. It's good. Yeah, it's I can't. Like when when I was playing Horizon and it was then one of my missions was kill a bunch of rabbits. I was like, Aah! yeah, I know. Like, I, okay, uh, yeah, it, that really got to me in Horizon that that you had to kill stuff to make potions. Yeah. I I do find it funny that it was like I can't kill animals. People. I can kill all the people in games, but not animals. Yeah, very, very because easily. because because animals are better than most people. <laughs> they're, they're innocent is really it is, it's how true. I feel about it. Is animals, animals are just kind of hanging out doing their thing, and then here comes a human like I need a bag upgrade. Stand <laughs> <Stabby laughs> yeah. pig. It's like yeah, that's screwed up. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. I uh, I did ride a bear in. Oh, cool! And, did it yeah, immediately kill you after? No, no, you can ride bears. Uh, and then I got off uh, of it and it ran away. But oh, okay. um, I posted a picture on Facebook and I was like, this is the best horse. And people were like, that's <laughs> that's a bear. I'm like, nah, it's obviously a horse. Why would I be able to ride a bear? <laughs> <laughs> and people seemed genuinely confused to think that I was I was calling it an actual horse. Now um, I'm just thinking about Anchorman. Look, Rod, I'm riding a furry tractor. <laughs> Um, and I think there's a lot of animals you can, you can mount like that. I think you can mount the deer, uh, the bears and a lot of different ones, but if they're not a horse, you can't put them in the stable, Mm. which would have been awesome to be able to put a bear in the stable. I'm hoping that comes with an update. (laughs) Um, so what do you guys think about the Nintendo switch selling a lot, but then having the legend of Zelda sell more? on the same console that's over a hundred percent adoption rate which almost never happens on consoles i think that just means that if they're selling more copies of zelda than there are switches that just means there's a higher chance of me getting a switch yeah see see you should get a switch yeah optimism and yeah the the collector's explanation makes sense yeah because if if they have to open the package or anything i can see some collectors wanting to keep everything together in the box or whatnot when they're yeah hyper autistic yeah why buy a game if you're not gonna play it 
Yeah. Why yeah. why buy that nice thing if you're not going to take it out and display it? So I had a friend, um, and we'll move on, but it has to do somewhat with this. I have a friend uh, who bought, it was the Sega, or it was a JVC, like Sega Genesis thing, like Sega CD. Like it was made... It's super, super limited. I forget exactly what it's called, but they like Sega did a partnership where another company made um, this karaoke player, I think it was, and somebody found it and bought it. And I was like, oh man, you need to like break that out and we could like do karaoke when you go to Portland Retro Gaming Expo. And he's like, I'm never playing this. I'm like, but why? Come on. Like that's what you buy things for. Why karaoke is like my favorite thing ever, but I don't have anyone who will go with me. Uh, well, I don't live in Vegas. I'm sorry. Maybe if I visit, <laughs> okay. Um, maybe if I visit for that wrestling thing. Maybe. Uh, um. So yeah, like there. I don't know why collectors would collect something if they're never if they have no intention of ever playing it. Like because humans are fucking weird. They are. They they really are. like. I I never got uh, Beanie Babies either. Like I never understood. I, mean, that. I I have yeah. I have like, well fuck. Look at all the amiibo that I have. But I also have like a hundred and fifty dollars in in anime figurines that are just gonna sit on a shelf and collect dust because you, there's nothing to do with them. Yeah, that's I don't true. know why I have them. I guess that makes sense. But how much were the anime figures compared to? The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition. Well, the Miku was 75. Jesus. So. That is expensive. So, yeah, I guess it was, I guess it was one, well, almost $200 then, because the Luca was 125 I think. Oh, you have a Luca? Awesome. Yep. Like Luca from Chrono Trigger? No. Mega Remy Luca. Oh, okay. I was thinking of Chrono Trigger. She's awesome. Nope. Okay, well then I apparently if I don't don't know anything because I would never I I hate figures. Uh, that's part of the reason I don't do loot crate very much is because they always give you an act a figurine that I don't want. A lot of times they give you fucking pop figures and pop figures can go fuck themselves. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful. But like I, I the old I Logan one that was in one of the most recent loot crates was adorable though. <laughs> <laughs> I I I get. Some pop figures are pretty cool. There was a there's a Deathwing one out there that was pretty fucking tight. Um, but most of the time, whenever they're just those little dumb characters with the with the completely black eyes, they just look goofy to me, and I don't like it. That um, sounds. Yeah, I don't like the uh, the pop figures very much. In the WWE Slam crates, everyone I got a pop figure, and I usually give them away. Um, but I use, but I do like it when loot crates they always include like a shirt almost always, so I like that because I like yeah. I like shirts I have like a thousand of them. That's because they they have some semblance of utility and that activates your reward center. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks. And then when you see other people out wearing loot, and then when you go out and see other people in loot crate shirts, you're like, "What's up, bro?" Yeah, yeah. I have actually had that happen. It was pretty cool. Hey, you're socially awkward like me. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. An icebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Pikachu hats. And when I went to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, I saw a bunch of people wearing the Pikachu like beanie. 
that came in one of the loot crates. So I was like, hey, everyone, everyone has that. Ex- I, I didn't bring mine. However, let's move on and talk about uh, something Aroa Connor and I will talk about. And Nick Lotus might chime in. I don't know. But two inmates uh, while in prison built two computers and used them to commit more crimes. That is insane. That's like some Orange is the New Black shit. <laughs> yeah. So I read through this. Basically, what they did was the prison that they were in had a like a computer recycling center, basically. And they took parts from the recycling center and built a built a computer out of said parts and then hid the computer in like uh what the rat not the raptors but you know like the ventilation system or whatever above and they even were able to get an ethernet cable ran to it and plugged into the server into the (laughs) switch and they were able to download a bunch of how to make bombs uh or how to make homemade drug like alcohol like they they downloaded actually the way that they describe it it kind of sounds like they just found a copy of the anarchist cookbook there at the end there yeah, this is as well as articles on bomb making, cooking up drugs, and credit card fraud. Yeah, and all three of those are like main things in the in the anarchist cookbook. Yeah, and um, but yeah, they they would load up uh flash drives because the the other inmates had access to computers, but they're like monitored, like you can only do X amount of stuff, and so they would give the inmates flash drives with like porn, um, and different stuff on them so that they could watch, you know porn while at work or at prison at work at prison (laughs) and uh i was talking to my boss about this because you know he's a system admin i'm help desk support and i was like don't why didn't they you would think a prison would lock down their ports because if at, at our work if something's not plugged in to a switch like in a particular port like they say this one was port 16 if something wasn't plugged into port 16 my boss would have port 16 turned off. So if something did get plugged in there, nothing would be able to get sent through to or from. So it makes, it, it, it tells me that whoever set up their network was really, really bad. And, and uh, whoever was monitoring the network wasn't very, uh, wasn't doing a very good job either. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're just incarcerated persons. What possible trouble can gay, they get on the interwebs? <laughs> and it's they, just a connection. It's just a network of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> they ended up getting caught because I believe they were caught by uh, the throttling. Like, port 16 used too much data, and so they started throttling the internet for them. It was, and, uh, it was just that they were notified that that contractor was using a lot of internet yeah the and contractor whose credentials they stole it right 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 so um this sounds like the type of crime i would commit if i was in prison uh <laughs> setting up Hija- hi- hijacking the internet and profiteering <laughs> yes yes exactly uh and then but but the problem with these guys is they didn't have a fall guy like you need somebody who's not bright enough to be on your team that you have your you have it in like their cell and that way you like you can ha- you can access it 
and get to it and and you profit off of it but then if somebody ends up you know catching on or or whatnot then you make you're like i don't know anything about that i mean obviously it's in his cell why would i do anything like that um but yeah so what what do you guys think about these two uh inmates profiteering off of a computer that they had assembled i think the last thing that i'm gonna do uh if and when i am incarcerated is do more crime and i think the fact that these guys had a system going on where they could connect with the outside world and they're like i guess i i, I feel like i'm gonna do some crime today yeah let's do some crime let's let's do a crime uh guys that's that's what got you in there already to begin with and i know they already got transferred which kind of lines up with my joke of you're gonna end up going to super jail is what, what do you what do you where do you send somebody you can't send them to jail when they're already in the jail yeah, you. Well, they're in prison. There's a difference. Uh, yeah, that's correct. They yep. they go to super prison, which right. is kind of what happened because they both got transferred. Um, honestly, or solitary. Yeah, I wouldn't mind solitary, honestly. Um, but when I like, if I I think if I was in prison like this, and and I had assembled a computer and I was able to get access to the internet, I would probably just like download a lot of TV shows and watch them myself and not have uh and and not try to profiteer off of anything. I, well, I believe that like, they said they did try downloading movies. I think they did download movies, didn't they? Yeah, they 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 had movies, obviously porn. Uh but they could they can also supposedly give people access to places. Oh yeah, cuz like, they they, they had stolen they were making their own signatures, yeah. 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 Well, they, they could like give other prisoners access to secure locations yeah, in the cause, prison because they had um they had stolen that guy's credentials. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like if I was in that situation, like if you're already going in that deep, why wouldn't you start trying to like orchestrate a breakout? Yeah. Like, like right? if you can give people access to different areas then why didn't you give them, like, just unlock all the doors and everyone leave? Yeah, like, or, or at least, like, do do something to, to facilitate getting out and not just running your business from the inside where you're always going to get caught eventually. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, they probably would not have got caught if they had limited how much stuff they were downloading in a certain month. So, or if it, well, you know, if they would have gotten caught had this fucking prison actually paid attention to anything. Yeah, like if if it wasn't for the the basically the internet, the ISP going, hey, you guys are using a lot of internet. Um, it sounded like it was their local monitoring. Oh, yeah. it was it was attached to that user's credentials. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Or steal more than one person's credentials. Yeah. Like, why didn't they steal, like, three or four people's credentials and then hop, like, change out? But then again, they could see that, like, you know, four or five... Eventually, someone would have noticed that sort of thing. They would have noticed, like, them switching between accounts. Yeah. Which usually doesn't happen very often. Um, But really, if you're listening and you're a system admin and you have something that's not plugged into port 16 or whatever port, turn the port off. Just, it doesn't make sense to keep that port turned on if there's nothing plugged into it. So, 
Anyway, um, oh, let's talk about this before I forget. Um, creepy, what is it? Creep, creeps, creeps McPasta. Mc- yeah, uh, creeps McPasta. He does. He does kind of like some some horror related videos on YouTube. Yeah, he has what over a million subscribers, and he has tons. Yeah. There's a video link. I'll put it in the description below. He apparently was robbed. There's a GoFundMe page. Uh, if you watch the video, he's basically going through his house where he was robbed. Um, and there's a GoFundMe page that will in the in the link in the description. There's another link that will lead to a GoFundMe page to help him out. I will say that I've been robbed before, and it sucks. Thankfully, they didn't get much stuff. They got like a cheap, like hundred and fifty dollar laptop and some Xbox three sixty games. Uh, but I was there. I ran upstairs from from my room and and kind of scared them off. I didn't see them, but the front door was open and I, I heard footsteps coming from upstairs. I I've also had my um, CD player stolen from my car before. And I've had my Xbox, my original Xbox was stolen from my house by one of my mom's friends, quote friends. Uh, he came in and since my sister's dog knew who he was, the dog didn't bark. Guy just unplugged the Xbox, walked out. And then we ended up, we ended up getting it back because we knew the person he had sold it to. And one of my mom's actual friends went into that house Saw the saw the person playing on the original Xbox, unplugged the original Xbox and walked out. <laughs> and nice. my and my account was still on the Xbox, <laughs> so they didn't even delete my account. Um, have any of you guys gotten robbed before? Yep, uh, all of my magic cards are gone thanks to an unfortunate robbing, which oh, sucks. Because all in all, that was probably three grand of value, maybe. That's Ow. that sucks. What about you, Aurora? Yeah. Have you been robbed? Um, well, a guy tried to rob my house once. Um, I hit him with a bat. <laughs> and uh, nice. I broke his leg. Good, good. And uh, uh, I carried him outside. And uh, I hit him again. And I hit him again. And uh, then I went away for a few years. Oh, I also just made all that up. It's, uh, no, no, my house has never been broken into. So, so uh, here, here's the reason why I believed you. I have a friend named Eddie who had his bike stolen once, and Eddie found out who stole his bike, and Eddie broke his leg with a rock. Oh yeah, no, I um, <laughs> I used to keep a crowbar in my room uh, because I was paranoid that someone would break in eventually. And I was fully prepared uh, to to destroy them um, because I was raised uh, to be extremely uh, materialistic and cared very much about my things, and you know that's that's why uh, that's why I'm so protective of my home and why I'm obsessive compulsive level about keeping all of my doors dead bolted. And uh, why I don't like that my front door has a big glass panel on it because you could just smash that thing and you know it, we'd be fucked. So I, um, I, I, so mine isn't much like materialistic. Mine is more like 
it's a complete amount of disrespect to yeah. come into someone's house. It's it's not so much that they took my stuff because I can always buy more stuff, but it's that like especially when it's like somebody that you know cuz the the person who robbed my house was somebody that we're pretty sure was somebody that lived like right across the street and my sister had hung out with before. Uh the person that had stolen my original Xbox was somebody that my mom knew. And so it's a complete amount of disrespect to come in to somebody you you know and take their stuff. And uh it's it's just it's they basically are spitting in your face and saying that uh you know the hard work that you put in to buy this doesn't really matter. Yeah, and uh those those people um get 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 wrecked. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not so much property or anything, but for my view, it's like you're in someone's house, and if you're not invited there, I kind of it would be foolish not to assume that you were there to do harm. Right. Yeah. You you get the time it takes for me to say, "What are you doing in here?" While I unholster my firearm, and if you're not gone or have a good excuse, then Jesus Christ, you are an intruder. Yeah, I'm going to when I visit Aroa this uh, November, I'm going to steal all of his video games. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, I, mean, I mean, you can, and I'll see you do it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. It's... Well, well, and, and here, the, the bat. The you might not is, leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a row is my ride, so I won't. I don't think I'll get very far. I'll be, like, packing his stuff into his car. Be like, you're going to take me? And you're like, that's my Xbox. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But by the... By by that time, my intent is to have every square inch of my property covered by cameras. So uh, what 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 type of cameras are you going to go with? What do you mean? Like what? Like are you going to go with like Ubiquity or? Uh, there is um, a brand that my dad uses. I can't think of what it is. It's not Swan, um, but it's some other some other. Uh, pretty pretty nice brand, but I'm not I'm not using wireless cameras or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or any of those like Internet of Things type type things. Like it'll they'll they'll be IP cameras, but everything's going to be power over Ethernet, and yeah. it'll yeah, yeah, yeah. run that's, down into my into my control room. That's what we have at my uh, at my work, and we have uh, we use Ubiquity uh, cameras, which are are really good. I would suggest Ubiquity if- does make a pretty nice. Um, like super expensive router that uh yeah that's supposedly pretty fucking good so i I guess they probably make some good enterprise shit they do they do we have 150 cameras or something at at my work like we have a ton of them it's very it's very american in my mind to do shit like that but you know what i'll i'll be a little bit american america for the sake of my my property yeah. Marco. Um Nicole, have you been robbed before or had anything stolen? Or, uh well I mean other than maybe just like little little petty things, I can't think of anything really significant that I've that I've had lifted off me, honestly. But and we've been fortunate enough in with, when I was living with my parents and in my adult life that I've that I've never had anything stolen from me. Uh I mean my, my dad always kept a Louisville slugger by his bed in case. Uh, and now nobody, I don't think anyone would, would even think about robbing the house I'm in now because 
I have a dog who, if anyone comes within 10 feet of the house, the whole neighborhood knows. Oh, is he a sweet dog? He just barks a lot or is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's he's really sweet. And it's he has kind of a sad backstory because we adopted him from a shelter when he was a year old. He had he had obviously been abused by his previous owner because super shy, gets scared really easily. But he's also super protective of me and super protective of the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Adopt dogs because they're, they're good. I won't, I don't have any dogs, but everyone should adopt dogs because dogs are awesome. Yeah, Um, they're great. Yeah. So that's good that, because especially if you have animals and they're, and there's people that you don't know, it's, it's highly unlikely they're going to go into a house with a barking dog. Yeah. So I... I just want to say, don't also don't have meth addicts for friends. They tend to steal your stuff. Yeah, it's an FYI. <laughs> uh, I don't have Public meth service addicts. announcement. Yeah, I don't have meth addicts as friends, but I have family who has. Let's move on. <laughs> oh man, Uber. Yeah, we're gonna get done. Yeah, every single week we talk about Uber because yeah. every single week, if we find out that Uber has a new tracking program, this one was called Hell. Um, did any of you read how appropriate (laughs) yeah they basically I guess it's another software that was trying to see if Uber and Lyft were like if if a driver was working for both Uber and Lyft they would give more incentive for the Uber the, the Uber side they would like give them more fare like higher fares and stuff so that they wouldn't go and drive for Lyft basically um and we also found out what was it gray ball that was the one where they would track if you were a cop and they wouldn't give you uh they wouldn't give you rides if you're a cop in the areas where their existence wasn't supposed to really be yeah you know a thing yeah um yeah, they, they were used Grayball to identify uh, and cyber stalking methods to identify law enforcement officials who are investigating Uber's business practices. Uber reportedly used these methods to evade authorities in cities like Boston, Paris, uh, Las Vegas, and countries like Australia, China, and South Korea. The thing about all this stuff that we keep getting about Uber is that I'm sure that this is all shit that other companies like uber do with i mean basically lyft i'm sure lyft has very similar programs if they don't that i would be pretty surprised it it's really just that uber is doing a terrible job of keeping this shit secret (laughs) yeah and i i would not be surprised if lyft had monitoring programs and stuff like this i'm not sure about the gray ball one that sounds kind of illegal well Um, maybe i don't know because it's it's very similar to how like GameStop had its has its circle of life thing, yeah. and everybody was like, "Wow, how does this possibly exist?" And it's like, "Well, companies do a lot of things that we don't know about, and it's just because they they kind of have to." And especially in the ride sharing business, where there are basically two players, and it's already not a particularly like profitable operation, to my knowledge. Yeah. Like, it's uh you know you, you gotta you gotta cut everything that you can and if that means doing a little shady shit you know 
you you kind of have to. There are, there are numerous companies that do, you know, things that are questionably legal or just outright illegal for the sake of you know the the bottom line. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's not all that surprising. Does that excuse this? Well, no. Fuck capitalism. But at the same time, it's it's not not entirely surprising. We're a to me. podcast full of communists and Nick Lotus, who has no political affiliation. That is right. I yeah. am I am lawful neutral, as we've discussed before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, I would say, if you're worried about these these type of practices. Writing with Lyft probably isn't the answer because they probably have the same practices as we've discussed. But they're smart enough to not get caught. That's the yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and they seem in nicer. All honesty, yeah. They're, they're overall like administration seems to be a lot more pleasant. And yeah. It seems like they treat their employees. It seems like they treat their contractors better. Yeah. Right. Very much so. But both of them are still better than United. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't, grab you and throw you out of the out of the car at the end of the ride and break your nose and break your nose yeah so you know there's little and and here's the thing when you buy like when you get a a ride like you actually get to get in the car and actually go to the place you purchased yeah they don't they don't wait for you to get into the car and then go never mind and then push you back out of the car (laughs) into the street can you imagine paying for a service and then not getting that service and then proceedingly getting the shit beat out of you? Yeah. That, yeah. That's the American dream, right? That, that just kind of seems like America in general. Yeah. yeah. I just saw a meme. I just saw a meme earlier this week that was kind of, it, it was the Southwest logo with a little tag underneath it. Southwest, we beat the competition, not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't even, it was, I didn't really want to talk about that, but it wasn't even United. It was the mall cops that they had come up while well, the the authorities came up and were like we're gonna get you off this and they ended up dragging him off well, and then after and, beating the and then, and then after beating the crap out of him they they came out their first response to the to the backlash was he was being belligerent was what no, they claimed no the first no. thing i got from the ceo the first thing i read was them saying we apologize for overbooking the flight and we sure. had to Reaccommodate the passenger, which like, is what? What? Also, uh, they may have breached their own uh, implied contract uh, whenever they did that, because uh, while they have a statute that says that they may reaccommodate you before you get on the flight, they do not have any such statute for once you are on the plane. All right, so I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing our sixty nine. Year old Vietnamese owner of United. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of won the lawsuit lottery here. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yes. I, I completely understand. Lotteries, yeah, I completely understand. Um, the I, I understand United's reasoning for needing the people to go because they, I guess they were going to be on another flight that so they had to like actually work. The employees did, but. On the other hand, if they would have just rented those employees a car, they could have got there in about the same amount of time. So, or they could have just not overbooked the flight. Yeah. Well, I don't even yeah. think they overbooked it. They didn't overbook the flight. The flight was full. Yeah. Of they, the they proper amount of people. Not, yeah, they could have just not been fucking cucks about it. And, yeah. Uh, 
you oh, know, well. just just lost a little money. Yeah, just a little bit. And um, I guess there is a thing where if you do get involuntarily cl- kicked off a flight, they have to give you like four times the amount that you paid for the ticket or something like that. Well, that's that's if that's before you get boarded, though. Oh, okay, okay. That is that is part of their whole program. Um, but since he was already on the plane, it gets more complicated, and that's why we're going to see a lawsuit out of it. Oh, yeah. But it'll it'll probably end in you know several that's... million dollar settlement. Oh, yeah. It's gonna but... it's not gonna go to court. There's gonna be a settlement. No. Yeah, and that'll be good enough. Yeah. However, let's let's end this on another depressing note. Nintendo has discontinued the NES Classic. Good. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you're Oroa is super sad about this. It seems. <laughs> I well, fucking. I think it was stupid. Why? How was it it's stupid? It's just a fucking way of, of like taking advantage of people and their nostalgia. Yes, that's that's. Video. Isn't that basically all Nintendo does? Yes. Yeah, yeah. they go fuck themselves for it. Like, <laughs> how how much was this fucking thing? Like sixty, 60 bucks, seventy dollars. Yeah, sixty yeah, dollars. It, it was a little bit too expensive, definitely. Sixty dollars for thirty games that I, are all like 35, 40 fucking years old. I thought no. it was. I thought it was four hundred fifty dollars. That's that's what I saw on eBay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the other thing. Is like I, I wouldn't be so mad if it hadn't been for. Nintendo being Nintendo and doing the artificial fucking scarcity thing whenever these are literally Raspberry Pis shoved into a Nintendo. They're shop. not Raspberry Pis. They're not as powerful. <laughs> They're like <laughs> Raspberry Pi Gen 1s yeah. shoved in there. They, in any yeah. case, like, no, they, they can go fuck themselves. And the whole virtual console program can go fuck itself too. Because why should I have to pay $5 for a fucking game that's 30 years old and then move on to another console where I have to pay another $5 for the same fucking game that I already paid money for just because, well, we're Nintendo and we don't know how anything fucking works. So go ahead and buy the game again because how do you how do you fucking migrate licenses? Oh, I don't know. Maybe using the fucking servers that you host all your shit on. Well, they don't have servers because they don't know how the internet works, Aroa. They, they fucking... They, if, they're, if you're going to sell digital fucking content then fucking keep track of what I have and haven't bought. And yeah, they, they yeah. are at least doing that with the Switch. Finally, they finally caught up with the goddamn original Xbox. So that's cool. <laughs> they know uh, how to use the internet well enough to slap complaints on every single YouTube video on any of their IPs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, like, no, that, that whole, the whole thing, like if it had been, if it had been $30, fine, whatever. But no, not I, not sixty fucking dollars for a bunch of NES games with a fucking two foot long controller cable that was wired. Because why? Because it was cheap. You could say it's because of nostalgia, but it's because wireless radios are expensive. So here's yeah, I, I have to agree that I I don't mind that the cord was wired in. I do mind that it was only like two feet long. It but should. It was, it was basically a fucking like probably the the Wii remote interface or whatever. Yeah. How many how many cents would it have cost them to get like a ten foot cable? Exactly. Like they yeah. they should have made that. I I knew somebody who bought four of them. Uh, because he happened to go to Walmart, 
and he was waiting around for like two hours for them to to get them off the uh, freight, and he just bought four of them, which I'm surprised they didn't have like a you can one per customer type thing. So Walmart, they don't give a shit. Yeah, so he ended up selling one and basically getting all of his money back. (laughs) (laughs) So. He and then he gave two of them like to his family members for like sixty bucks a piece. I'm like, you fucking asshole! Should have given me one for sixty dollars. Um, yeah. So I I would not be surprised if they came out with a Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. Um, and it would probably have the same thing: artificial inflation, which they or artificial um scarcity. Scarcity. Uh, they they do it with. Amiibos too, don't they? Yep, they did it with the Switch too. Yeah, which is oh, why yeah, the, the, best, the best buy near my house has none of the Breath of the Wild Amiibo right now. Uh, I, I think you can use the like the Super Smash Brothers Link Amiibos. You can use you can use some of them, but uh, the Breath of the Wild ones give you specific uh, items that you can no. only get through them. I I hate I hate DLC. And I know. I think, I think Amiibo are fine. We've I, been over this, uh, but but they're DLC. That that's they all are. they are. Yeah. And and people will defend it, be like, oh, you get a little figurine, and it works with multiple games, but it's still just yep. DLC. Yeah. So, but I'd, I'd easily pay that much just for the figurine. I, I have done that. Uh, you spent a hundred and fucking twenty dollars on a fucking figurine. Yeah, I I, I have. <laughs> I have almost every Super Smash Brothers figure. Aren't there 55? Probably. And how much they the low at 15, 20 bucks a piece? They're 13 usually, yeah. So $13, let's say 10. Yeah. That's over $550 you spent. I I definitely have spent at least $300 on Amiibo. Yeah, I don't get the Amiibo people either. My old roommate was always like, I can't afford rent, but look at this new Link Amiibo. It's riding a wolf. Or it is a wolf. Whatever. Yeah, I, th- I, I bought I bought Zelda uh, eight, uh, the HD, Twilight Princess HD pretty much just for the, the Amiibo. And with that, you can turn into you can turn into the wolf, in, or you can summon the wolf summon, in. Yeah, you summon Wolf Link. And, uh, in the Breath, sw- of the Breath of the Wild, yeah, yeah, words, words and stuff. <laughs> have right. you have you bought that uh the one that has the Android app, like the the fake Amiibo? Nope. Why not? Because I just don't care anymore. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's our podcast. We talked about a lot of stuff, mainly Nintendo, because lots of Nintendo stuff this week. And we're going to go on and find out where you can find all the people who run the podcast this week. Nicole, where can we find you online? I am Nick Lotus Plays on YouTube and Facebook. And I'm Nick Lotus on Twitter and Tumblr. Okay. And uh, Connor, where can we find you? I am on Twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk, and I'm on YouTube right now. I don't actually know what YouTube handle I'm going to be uploading from right now, so tune in that week, next week to find out where to find my stuff at. Yep, and you will be posting, of, or you'll be giving me a video to post on my channel, right? 
Uh, is that how it's happening? I that's, guess that's how it's happening. Yeah, that's it's, cool if that's how it's happening. Yeah, it's going to go on the... Re- you can post it on yours too, but I want it to be on the Reet and Entertainment page. Okay, um, no problem. Okay. And uh, Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, Aroa on Twitter. Uh, I have Aroa Entertainment Facebook page. I don't really post a whole lot on there. It's just cross posts from my music blog, satanoscillate.tumblr.com. I recently uh, bought spotify premium again so that i can start listening to uh they they i did not know they have a daily discovery thing now so i just fucking i pay for two music services just because i love spotify's discovery engine that much and uh you have google play as well right is that it yep yeah i i primarily like got it because like i wanted a music app and also kind of wanted youtube red Oh, right. You, you get them both together with that. So, but Spotify, Spotify definitely puts a lot more effort into letting you discover new artists. And while Pandora tries that, they fail miserably in every case that I've ever used it. Their so, algorithm sucks. Uh, it's, it's that. And also just the way that they identify shit. I could, I could talk for a while about it, but we're, we're ending this Let's, because I need to take care of shit. Yeah. Literally. Probably. Uh, <laughs> no, and, but, well, oh, okay. Sort of. uh, Nathan, and where can, can find, we find you? You can find Nathan Reeton Spruth at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton, beam.pro forward slash Reeton. Find me at Reeton Entertainment on YouTube. Uh, Reeton Entertainment is my website as well. Uh, if you want to find the podcast, and I already mentioned Twitter, Twitter's Reeton, whatever. If you want to find the podcast, it's Reeton Podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, press the subscribe button. It'll download onto your device of choice, whether it's your computer, your phone, or your iPhone, which isn't a phone, apparently. And, yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, that's where you can find the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here for the 100th episode. Uh, too bad I didn't make it special. Now, the special one will be the 104th. Obviously. What? Why? Because it's two years. Oh, right. I totally... We've been doing this for over a fucking... Almost two years. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still don't have any listeners. Remember um, when all I did was just yell about the new MacBook? Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Anyway, thanks for being here. Nicole's got to go to bed. It's past her bedtime. I do. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.